Good evening. If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this was a show about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. to Law Folk. It's your favorite kids here again. It's me, your host, Aiden Kidd. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, confidant, and telekinetic little girl who exposed my abusive aunt to be my father's killer. It's Maddie Barr. Bruce, eat that cake, Bruce. You eat can it. do it. Put it in your mouth. There we are. Danny All DeVito, he's here. Danny. You're looking great, man. Oh, I love you, Danny. How don't you Don't say anything, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're not paying you for this. Mm-hmm. Just sit in the corner all quietly. Anyway, our first order of business, Maddie, oh, some sins have been committed. Something has happened. Uh, and... I have done some horrible things over the course of this podcast. I have made false, untrue statements. Oh, no. And so to begin our show, we're going to talk. It's a fact check corner segment. There's no proper title for it. Yeah, da, 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 da. The subtitle is fact check. <laughs> subtitle is or Aiden said some bullshit with way too much confidence. Mm, all right. I, that never happens to me because I'm always right about everything. So <laughs> uh, we have two entities here today that I need to apologize for. Mm-hmm. And to witness my apologies, of course, we have Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito standing in the corner. But we're also joined by Squimfield. Squidfield. It is the unholy amalgamation of Squidward Q Tentacles and Garfield. Ah. Okay. Here representing they're they're a messenger from God and they're representing my sins for my hubris. That being envy and gluttony, given that I am envious for the success of others and constantly hungry for the approval of the audience, and in such actions i have committed atrocities and lies first off squidfield how are you today i'm okay okay. please do not vaporize me and take me to hell that's the stakes here by the way if if i didn't do this and i don't do it properly they're gonna vaporize Vaporize me and send me to hell cool so hopefully this is an appropriate apology yeah Yeah, you you better better hope. hope yeah that's a cool attitude for you two to have or one are you hive mind i think you're hive mind we're We're hive mind garfield are you sick we're not not garfield Garfield anymore. anymore Why did he have, like, a little bit of separation in what he said? I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking, talking about. about. I think you guys are losing it a little bit. Just say, say the apologies, apologies nerd. nerd. I don't... Okay, fine, whatever, I'm gonna do the bit. My first lie that I would like to apologize for is I asserted the idea that Zambonis do not suck stuff up mm-hmm. during an altercation with Maddie. Of course! Yeah, yeah you did. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to apologize I didn't realize they had, like, actual vacuums on the bottom of those things. What do you think they were doing? I thought they were, like, straight up, like, pressing the ice and, like, doing, like, a heating thing that, like, I don't know what else. No, they scrape I knew it, like, it swip, 
it swept things. Yes. But I didn't realize it was also sucking things. It's like up. a street sweeper. Yeah. That's a vacuum because when the cool hockey players go and no. they slide all on the side of there. Well, now I know this. Yeah. And here I am bearing my soul for all of humanity and my for... apologies here before a deity, a demigod in the form of Squidfield. And of course, before the real God who's also watching this, but he's not sitting at one of the microphones. Right. We couldn't get one that was long enough yeah. to get to where God is. So Maui. He's in Maui right now. <laughs> I was going to say He's chilling. He's just, just chillin'. he's uh, off site. On vacation. I need a vacation for my vacation. You know, every time you make a bit, I don't give you a look like you just made the world's worst bit. So I think you have some more apologies to make, sir. Apologize I'm sorry. to me and God and Maui. This, this isn't, isn't going, going very, very well. well. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll just do the, all right, the second one. Well, first off, I'm sorry I for ex- that one that I just I did. your apology. I can't speak on the behalf of Mr. Field here. So. I, I have, have no, no feelings. feelings. Secondly... I seemed to have misattributed the role of Thorin Oakenshield from the Hobbit trilogy to Jason Momoa when he's in reality played by Richard Armitage. So, but here's the funny thing is a little somebody joining me in the booth also agreed with this fact and did not call me out in any capacity when I said this. No. And that person, of course... It's Squidfield. Squidfield. No, it wasn't Squidfield. Squidfield's you? not here normally. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. Well, I'm sure whoever made that mistake was cool and hot, and the only reason that they wouldn't remember that that was the incorrect actor is because their brain was so full of um, being cool juice. See, in my defense, and I, I'm not getting too defensive, Squidfield, you know how they always use all these funhouse mirrors and body doubles to make Jason Momoa look like a very tall man in all his other movies? Right. I just thought they did, like, the reverse... Because he's like a normal-sized man, and they right. just made they him small. flip the fun-sized mirror yeah. upside down, and then he's short. So, I, I'm sorry, Jason Momoa, and I'm sorry, Richard Armitage. I'm sorry for being a part of this crime without even knowing it. You're complicit. Mm-hmm. Is that good? That's all I have to apologize for right now, Squidfield. Is that okay? That's okay, okay but, but I'm going to lurk in the, in the corner, corner for, a for a while. You can do that, Squidfield. That's totally cool. We'll uh, just be silent and hang out with Danny DeVito. Well, well do. Aiden, we've got a mystery to solve today. <gasps> I love a good whodunit. Somebody asked a question and we need to get to the bottom of it. Oh, hell yeah. Lay it on me. What does a chicken leg bone, a clear quartz crystal, and a feather mean if it's left on a dresser in the bedroom? Was someone summoning something? Did she have a tasty snack and leave it there? What do bone mean? I know what this means. This means you got... One of them floor people. Floor people. You got a man lurking somewhere in the rafters of your roof or in the wall or in the floor. And he's leaving his delicious findings all over the house. And you're lucky he hasn't murdered you yet. Get out right goddamn now. What are you doing? Fuck, you fucking solved it. It's It's the flea ball. You know what? It could also be... It could be witches. Have you have you thrown any rocks at any funny sticks in the woods recently? Have you considered... It might be a message from some witches. Mm-hmm. I still think it could have just been a snack, you know? Chicken leg bone. That was a, a chicken leg before it was a chicken leg bone. Oh, know? I don't think there's any dispute on the snack nature of this. Oh, okay. So we're... Okay, but like, so... 
Someone had a snack. Someone had a snack, whether it was left used it later a as a message or not, gotcha. whether it was left by a floor man or sent there ominously by a witch. Yes. I don't know. That's the problem here. It was definitely a delicious, delicious snack. Maybe. See, the feather, they don't specify. It could be a chicken feather. And then the crystal, again, it could have been a, a chicken with some really healing, spiritual, clear quartz crystal energy. And someone was like, that chicken looks delicious and cleansing. And then, you know, aftermath on dresser. Is it possible that you pissed off a hippie? Mm, Did I mean, you who among wear any doesn't... sort of like conservative clothing, like a suit or a tie at like a swap market? Because point, that'll get you hippies. Were you not vaping? Were you not presence? vaping? Because oh, that'll no. piss them off. Let me tell you. So what you're going to want to do to cease this from happening, because it will happen again if you don't nip it right in the butt. Uh, you're going to want to go into the woods. Well, hold Fine. on. There's three possible options here. So first version is you go into the woods and you rebuild those sticks that you knocked over and hopefully this witch is cool and not like the Blair Witch Witch and she'll forgive you. Option B, you got a floor man. He's lurking around in your walls and such. And your floors. And your floors and ceilings. Floor man is just like a colloquial term. It is not like a defining trait necessarily. Floor man could also be wall man or roof man. Floor you man? never know. Floor man can be whatever they want to be. They're always lurking somewhere they and they're probably going to kill you in your sleep. A anyway. roof man or, or a basement person. They, could you know? be, they are sometimes basement people, which is mm. rare, but it happens. So to get rid of a floor man, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to set your whole house on fire. And... That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll get rid of them real nice and easy. And you know what? Who cares about all those beloved objects that you've let be taken by the flames? Those are the floor man's objects They're the point. floor man's now. You want to destroy it. You want to destroy his home, but you also want to destroy your stuff that he's grown attached to, like all your precious familial memories it says in the constitution that the only way to revoke squatters rights is arson mm -hmm. thomas jefferson said that that's true and lastly if it is in fact a hippie that you pissed off at a swap meet what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to first off get a bunch of tie-dye mm -hmm. you're gonna take all that tie-dye and you're it. gonna dye your entire you have listen to me you're going to have to dye your entire house. It's the only way to lift the curse. Hippies are the most powerful, like, magic users in the known universe. That's true. And the fact that you pissed one off by wearing khakis to a swap meet is reprehensible. I mean, and it's... I honestly, I'm on the hippie side. But you know what? This is a show where we give advice, I guess, right. is what we do. So I'm going to say tie-dye your entire house you're gonna have to tie-dye your skin mm -hmm. you're gonna have to become tie-dye and you can't get rid of it ever you have to live the rest of your life as a tie-dye man that's what you've done that's you know you did it to yourself and you're gonna need some big rubber bands by the way for the house but they sell those at lowe's so it's okay so i hope that helped you out person who was this uh it was someone on the internet named Raulness. Raulness? Raulness. Raul. Well, Raul, I'm glad we could help. And hopefully it wasn't a hippie and just was a minor infraction like a floor man or mm -hmm. a witch. Can witches and floor men be hippies too? In the Venn diagram of these three entities, floor men are often hippies. Witches are not often either of them, but they can be. It's possible, but not super common. 
Who's the one being that's in the middle of this Venn diagram between witches and foremen and hippies? Elizabeth Warren. That's true. <laughs> Warren 2020. She's got a plan for your floor and witchcraft and hippies. Bada boom, bada boom. She's bringing the parties together. All right, welcome to the part of the show where we make up some ads because we are currently advertiserless. We have no ads. Sponsor us, please. In the meantime, we're going to make up some stuff. We have not written these out. These are improvised on the spot. Please, Aiden, tell us about Stephen Stepperson and Son Stepstool Four Step Step Aerobics Program. Hey, it's me, Steven Stepperson, and my sons and our Step Stool for Step Step Aerobics program. Hey, Steven Jr., how you doing? I'm okay, Dad. And how about you, Steven Stepperson Jr., Jr.? I'm also okay, Dad. And how about my youngest son, Steven Stepperson Jr., Jr., Jr.? Wow, the whole family's here. It's a real family program here at Steven Stepperson's Four Step 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 Stool Steppy Step. And <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the, one. the name of the place. I named it. My father owned it before me, so technically I am Steven Step 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 Stepperson the second. And you know how that goes, but I just decided to start the over over with my other kids. So when you come into our place, what you're gonna see here? Is a lot of step stools. You gotta step on them. And you know what happens when you step on them? You get those gains. Hell yeah. Look at how swole Steven Stepperson Jr. 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 is. I'm a massive muscle. I can't move my legs because they're so swole. That's my boy. So come on down to Steven Step Stepperson Step Stool Steps program. We got a lot of steps for you to step on. Hey. Thank you, Steven. It's greatly appreciated. A family business, a local family-owned business. Yeah, it's really nice of him to come in today and Please tell us about them. that. Oh, all the he, oh, he's walking out of the studio. Oh, there he goes. All his different kids. He got one. Two, oh, yeah. oh, hold on. We got to roll Steven Step Stepperson Junior 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 because he <sighs> cannot his move legs. his legs. We gotta like roll him out. Those fucking trunks, man. Yeah, beautiful. He's got like a twig body on those legs. He did not skip leg day. No, but he skipped every other day. There goes Poor the family advice, Steven. He's like the opposite of Tiny Tim. Anyway. What else are we have do ads for today? Maddie, give us an ad for Scruggus Buggus's Math Camp for Bug People. Oh, hello there. Welcome. My name is Scruggus Buggus, and uh, I have a camp for bug people. Bug people who are bad at math. Are you a bug? Are you bad at math? Well, then you need to come on down to my math camp. Can't count how many legs you got because you're a centipede and there's a lot of them. Oh, we can help you out with that. Gee, thanks. Just, uh, count them. Uh. Using math. Uh, oh god. Um. Oh, see, he doesn't doesn't know what to do yet, because he hasn't been down to the Scruggus Buggus Math Camp for Bug People, but, uh, here's a fellow over here. Uh, son, what's your name? I'm Brungus, and I'm here to do some learning. Hell yeah, Brungus. How many legs you got? I got 17. Damn, look at the count on that lad. 
he knows how to do math. Now, uh, son, if uh, I took away uh, three of your legs, how many legs would you have left? Why would you take away three of my legs? It's a hypothetical situation. No, my legs! I need them! No, if I took I already lost five of them in the war! How many legs does he have left, kid? Oh, God, no! If you want to find out, come on now to Scruggus Buggus' math camp for fun, people! So come on down and learn some math today. Fill your brain full of arithmetics and knowledge. He's stealing my legs! And scene! Excellent. I was transported! Alright, now say your thing that you say. No. <laughs> no, I will not. No! No ad read today. I refuse. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Maddie! That's Maddie with an I-E and not a Y, because I'm not a clown. I'm here to tell you about our network. Do you like groups of things? Lorefolk is a part of the Podcast Network Network. We're a network of shows in Chicago, and we work together to support each other and local artists around town with our ads. So if you want to support us, listen to one of our other awesome shows or visit our website. And if you want to support yourself, buy an ad. We start selling ads at $5 so you can tell us and the world about all the cool shit that you're working on. Create a blood pact with the Podcast Network Network today. All right, Maddie, now we have an encounter story from one Frank Semeco. Tell it to me, Frank. Who tells us his woeful tale. I used to work at a cheese factory on the edge of a cornfield in southwest Minnesota. There was a series of days in the summer of 04 or 05 where it was so hot that the milk being delivered to us in trucks would evaporate before we got it. It made workdays easy. The dearth of milk denied us any actual labor. But management wouldn't let us not come to work, so we would show up and mess around all shift. I was working nights at the time. It was about 2 or 3 a.m. I was out at the loading dock watching bats fly around the floodlights because I liked being out in the cool night air. The corn was about as high as my shoulder, so about 5'10". As I was... Flex much on your height there, (laughs) Frank? Oh, I just thought I'd bring up... Who flexes Uh, about being 5'10"? Well, his shoulders are 5'10". Oh, no, wait a minute, you're right. So it is a flex. As I was watching the bats, I looked down at the edge of the cornfield. Something was moving there. It was the size of a small child and very, very skinny, pale, with something that looked like a head of straight black hair. It sort of moved with a jerky gait, like someone dancing the robot badly. So first impressions of our lovely new friend, uh, he's a little groovy little boy. Just dancing. Look at him grooving. He's not good at it, but he's confident. I don't know who the children of the corn are, but if this is one of them, then I'm oh, into it. Oh, yeah. I like him. First impressions, I like him. He's dancing. He's got a skinny, skinny legend. Skinny legend. Mariah Carey could never. Black hair. Ooh, got that, got that suave. Got that wave. That L'Oreal. We love it. Snatched. And the robot, a timeless dance move. It moved in chunks, legs, then hips, then torso, shoulders, neck, and finally head. He is strutting. This strutmeister, look at him go. The robot, he could be on TikTok with the body isolation. He's just voguing down the cornfield, just 
like flashing up in different poses. <laughs> like floodlights are going, dun, 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 mm-hmm. and each time he appears, he's in a different funky pose. Exactly. I love him. He's fashionable. He's sexy. Corn boy. He is the fresh new. Monster on the block, it's Corn Boy! Corn Boy is America's sweetheart! I love him. It was looking back into the cornfield. Or at least, I felt like it was. This is a strange idea to me, because it means he couldn't really see a face. Mm. But you could tell that vibe, you know? People what was... can tell what other people are looking at. This is a strange sentiment, because what would Corn Boy be looking back at? The corn? Or is he about to strut on us? Is this like his oh. funny intro? It's and he's like, about to like turn to the camera and be like, did I do that? And like mm-hmm. with his funny little catchphrase, like mm-hmm. he's a sitcom star from the 80s. Gradually, step by step, it moved towards me. Letting my curiosity better my fear, I moved toward the edge of the dock, which, I, which was raised a few feet off the ground. All right, Frank. First tip of like every goddamn horror movie is don't walk near the freaky thing you should back away you back away let it come to you the only acceptable situation in which you do this and you walk towards it is when you have lured it into your shed with a series of reese's pieces exactly but you didn't use reese's pieces to collect this little et no he came out of the corn you don't know what his motivations are yes he's adorable and obviously likable but that be a trap mm-hmm. he could be a weird corn siren a corn siren he's the siren of the corn ah they lure the men into the corn maze they lure you in with their funky fun dances and then mm. they just they eat you, you like, think that's fine i will i won't die in the corn maze it's made of corn he's a little corn boy he couldn't hurt me he's gonna crawl inside your goddamn spleen frank do you think this is where scarecrows come from mom wh- where do where do scarecrows come from? Well, Timmy, when a corn boy and a guy who works at a cheese factory love each other very much, the corn boy viciously attacks the cheese man and then they <gasps> they're going to make cheese popcorn. Oh my god. Like, like in Chicago. Oh my god. The cheese hey, popcorn. Oh my god. Oh. Ah, the airport. That's a true Chicago ah, thing to do. I'm hey. coming in the hair, ma. Is... You want some of that popcorn? <laughs> gonna go down to Garrett's. Mm-hmm. Is that a Chicago accent? Who knows? I don't know. I'm the corn boy. Yeah, maybe that's why the corn boy's coming out. It's a friggin' cheese factory. Oh, my God. He wants the cheddar. He wants that sweet, supple cheddar. Mm, I mean, who doesn't, really? When I got a few feet on the edge, the thing looked at me. So at this point, I'm guessing the head did spin around. must have eyeballs. And must have strutted. It doesn't say he said a funky catchphrase, but I imagine he did. Right. He cut that part out. It was too funky. Yeah, he didn't want to throw people off, I guess. For the two of them to share privately yeah this is an inside joke between the two of them you had to be there this is for us Mm -hmm. i was paralyzed i could have run but i was struck somewhere between terrified and intrigued it moved its face still pointed at me it ratcheted its body in that disconcerting jerky movement towards the cornfield and went into it i tried to watch where the field moved as it passed but the corn remained perfectly still i noticed that all the crickets were silent and after a few minutes, nothing happened. I stood out there for an hour, but it never came back. I never saw it again. So, Frank. Frankly. Oh, 
I don't think you handled the situation very well. You didn't have any sort of notepad to get an autograph from this clear fashionista mm-hmm. star. You didn't take down like a quote. It came out and said a wacky catchphrase, we assume, but we don't know. Do you know you weren't there with a the tape recorder, Frank. Do you know why it returned to the corner, Frank? It's because you didn't applaud or anything for it after it just worked its ass off right. for you. It put on a show for you, Frank, and you didn't give it anything. Nothing. And That's it's just disrespectful. Just because you're standing doesn't mean it's a standing ovation. You gotta clap first, you, you clown. This poor wounded, hurt corn boy mm-hmm. came out of the woods. He said, I'm gonna put on a show for this good, funky cheese man. And just... It broke his heart. Just a corn, it breaks my heart. Just a corn boy standing in front of a cheese man <laughs> asking for some fucking applause. <laughs> oh, no. So sad. Oh, it's, that breaks my heart. This I is have... such a sad note to end the episode on. So, Squidfield, how did you think I did? Am, am I off the hook? Mm-hmm. Will it be back? Ba- Kermit? <laughs> Kermit the Frog? Has Squidfield absorbed Kermit? Oh, God, who are you now? We, we are Kerm World Field. Oh, that's absolutely horrifying. You three make up a deliciously uh, juicy surprise. There's a lot of juice coming off of this board. Yeah, some moisture. Um, happening I tried in the to ignore it earlier because I thought it was rude, but honestly, I just can't. Yeah. I need you to leave. We need this Kerm World Field. Yeah, sorry. It's it's not you. Well, it's your juices. We'll have Danny escort you. Out Danny, of the take them out. Thanks, Dan. Oh, we'll, we'll be, be back in a thousand years. years. All right, so yeah, we'll see you. See there they go. Oh, years, there's, then. There, there's like a puddle trailing off behind them when they go. Oh, they're just like a big, juicy, floating head. I hate that. Be like that sometimes. Huh? Oh, God. Someone's going to clean that up, and it's not going to be me. It's going to be Danny. It's going to be Danny. Danny, clean that up. Get the mop, Danny. Thank you, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Oh, with a smile on his oh, face. Oh, he tripped. Too. Danny, are you okay? Oh, oh Danny. Oh, okay. We got to end the episode. Okay. We got to help Danny Bye. get up. Uh, listen to stuff and tell people about it so that we can pay for Danny's medical bills. We're okay, but, thanks. We're but babes in the woods here, so word of voice. Oh, oh, God. He's oh, Danny's no. dying. He's, oh, tell he's your friends. choking on the juices. He tell can't get up. Friends about Danny. He keeps slipping again. Oh, God. All right, just Bye. do the banjo. Get the banjo in here. Oh, look. It's beautiful. There oh, it goes. Uh, uh, Danny, Danny, Danny. We got it. Danny. Danny. Danny.